بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين After Allah Azza wa Jal spoke about the consequence and the result of those tyrants and oppressors as examples for the believers to reassure their hearts uh, of the victory coming from Allah Azza wa Jal Allah Azza wa Jal then uh, starts talking about the nature of human being. Allah says, فَأَمَّا الْإِنسَانُ إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ رَبُّهُ فَأَكْرَمَهُ وَنَعَّمَهُ فَيَقُولُ رَبِّي أَكْرَمًا As for man, when his Lord tests him and thus is generous to him and favors him, he says, My Lord has honored me. Now, this is the nature of mankind due to their ignorance. You see, <coughs> excuse me. Many people weigh things in, in the wrong or using the wrong scale. They see someone who is a, an oppressor, who's a tyrant, or a Muslim who's a sinful Muslim. And yet Allah Azza wa Jal showers him with favors. Right? And mistakenly start thinking that, oh, okay, this is because Allah Azza wa Jal is favoring that person or that nation over others. To the extent that some people might even think, oh, Allah is favoring this non-believing nation over the Muslim nation by giving them this and that. And Allah Azza wa Jal is refuting that, uh, as you will see. Allah Azza wa Jal uh, is, is telling us here that the scale that you need to, to use is, is different than that. Allah Azza wa Jal can be uh, given and showering his favors upon an oppressor uh, as a means of gradually and progressively leading him to punishment. As the Prophet ﷺ said, and this is the correction of the type of scale, the perception we need to have regarding this issue. The Prophet ﷺ said, and this is mentioned in the Musnad of Imam Ahmad, classified as authentic by Al-Bani, narrated by Uqba ibn Amr anhu. The Prophet ﷺ said, if you see Allah given one of his slaves from this dunya, Showering him with favors, wealth, children, real estate, power, right? Whilst he is sinning, then know that it is istidraj. Istidraj is to gradually and progressively leading someone to punishment. So in other words, the Prophet in this text is clarifying the, the Quranic text saying that when Allah is given, don't say Allah is honoring because it's not necessarily true. It depends on the state of the person. If Allah is given a righteous person, a good Muslim, yes, Allah is honoring. But still, it is a test. In all situations, it's a test. Allah Azza wa Jal says, "When a blue we test you with, with things that are good and things that are bad, right? Or good, bad and good. It's all a test. When you have wealth, 
what's going to happen? The Prophet ﷺ said that none of us, no feet will move on the Day of Judgment without being asked about. And then he mentioned wealth. Where did you earn it? Is it ill-gotten? Or was it halal? Was it lawful? And wafima anfaqa. How did you spend it? Did you spend it on things that are permissible? Or did you go buy wine with it? Or gamble? Or do this or do that? Or bribe this person to take some other people's rights? So wealth is not always a blessing. It can be a curse. It's a test. It depends on how you deal with it and your reaction to it. وَأَمَّا إِذَا مَا بِتَلَاهُ فَقَدَرَ عَلَيْهِ رِزْقَهُ فَيَقُولُ رَبِّي أَهَانًا But when he, meaning Allah, tests him and restricts his provision, he says, my Lord has humiliated me. Again, a wrong measure. Scale to depriving someone from something. Now notice, some of the scholars said, Allah Azza wa Jal, gave an example of provision, wealth. But it, it, it's applicable to everything else, a human being. Your, your uh, health is another test. If Allah gives you health or deprives you from health, right? That's also applicable. If you see some Muslim who is being always ill and afflicted by this sickness and that sickness, don't say, oh, Allah is mad with this person. Allah is upset. Allah is incurred Allah's wrath. He's always, Allah is always afflicting him with illnesses. No, that's not necessarily true. We have to see the state of that person. Before and after. Before was he a pious person. And after was he contempt. And then we know how to weigh. And what scale to use to measure things. The Prophet ﷺ, again correcting this uh, wrong perception. And this is reported by a Tirmidhi classified as sound by Al Albani, narrated by Abu Huraira. The Prophet ﷺ said, uh, Affliction continues to befall the believing man and the believing woman in his body and his offspring and his wealth until. He would be walking on earth, not having a sin on him, meaning on, in his record of deeds. So being afflicted is not always a sign of humility and punishment from Allah This wrong understanding or perception of deprivation or, or favors from Allah جل, uh, in the hearts of mankind amongst who are disbelievers. Allah is exposing to them in the Quran what goes on in their minds and hearts when things like this happen. Again, as a sign to them and reassurance to the believers that I am the Lord. I even know what goes on in your mind. So believe in me. Then Allah says, No, but you do not honor the orphan. Now the, the word no kalla here is used for rebucking the, uh, the disbelievers and the disobedient. 
meaning know the issue or the matter is not how you be, how you perceive it is not how you believe it's not how you think it's not how you claim the issue is different so the issue is not that when Allah is given someone or depriving someone it's because he honors the first one and humiliates the other one the issue is not that Allah Azza wa only gives those whom he loves he can give a disbeliever and deprive a disbeliever the issue is not like you claim the issue is that Allah Azza wa will hold people to account you do not honor the the orphan now the issue of, of the orphan mentioned in this verse has to be detailed a little bit see honoring the the orphan is not by simply simply giving him a meal or a set of clothes or something like that maintaining the orphan is the task spoken about here and that's in all aspects and the best as the scholar said is when someone actually takes the orphan and upbrings him himself he makes him eat from the food of his children so he doesn't feel distinction right between him and the other children you dress him from the same clothes you dress your children you make him live with your children and the most important is that you islamically raise him just like you do with your own children and this is why this is a special rank because this is a very tough responsibility and only those with true perseverance and patience can tolerate that you know it's a challenge raising your own child let alone raising someone else who's not from you it's tough enough maintaining your child upon the true path and in our current time the challenge has increased because of the environment that we're living in so honoring the yateen the prophet this is why the prophet gave this high prize for the person who actually sponsors by means of all aspects of the, the orphan in the book of imam muslim he said me and the one who sponsors now with the definition the detailed definition the orphan will be like this with me in jannah this close to me in jannah and he pointed with his pointer and the middle finger now this this rank is is very high to be this close to muhammad means that you've done something really good and it was really testing and demanding but you persevered Allah is telling them the situation is not like you, you claim you do not give the rights to the orphans why because oppressing uh, the weak in Mecca was uh, prevailing and particularly pertaining to inheritance for orphans they take they used to possess it without due right use trickery to possess it and deprive the orphan uh, from it 
And you do not encourage one another to feed the poor. Allah Azza wa negated the matter of simply encouraging one another, let alone feeding itself. So it's not that you do not feed. No, it's, it's something worse than that. You don't even verbally talk. You don't encourage one another by words. You don't even exert this simple effort in helping uh, the needy or the poor by giving them uh, food. وَتَأْكُلُونَ التُّرَاثَ أَكْلًا لَمَّا وَتُحِبُّونَ الْمَالَ حُبًّا جَمَّا And you consume inheritance uh, taking it all together <coughs> meaning you didn't care or you do not care whether you consume it legally, lawfully or uh, unlawfully. And you love wealth, وَتُحِبُّونَ الْمَالَ And you love wealth with immense love. Again, so Allah is telling them that you do not understand the essence of being tested. You do not honor the orphan and you do not encourage one another to feed the poor. Contrary to that, you consume unlawfully the inheritance of the, uh, the orphan particularly, and you immensely love wealth to the, to the extent that you transgress all boundaries and all limits and all rights of other people. And this, again, was a, a phenomenon during the uh, Meccan period or amongst the Meccans when they dealt with the weak and the orphans uh, in Mecca. So Allah Azza wa Jal is, is condemning their behavior, a behavior that they were practicing uh, all the time, and it's an indirect threat to such a behavior to uh, the people of the Quraysh. And let us conclude with this for this session to resume in the following session. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu